0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Girlmates Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. And we really are in a really, really committed relationship with TV right now. Our hearts are always beating. What? (laughs) You should be a love poet. (laughs) I don't even know anything about love other than my love for Game of Thrones is so real right now that... This week has been the best week of my life. It's literally all I think about now. It's bad. And I couldn't sleep last night because I just kept thinking about it. (laughs) And I'm just so glad that we have this podcast because we have an excuse to just, like, let it all out. And people don't have to listen to us. Mm -hmm. And we just have an outlet for all those feelings. Seriously. And we have, like, a reason to be obsessed yeah. Not that you really need a reason. No. I don't think so. But now we have, like, kind of a productive excuse to be like, yeah, oh, like oh, I, I can remind myself, this. like, oh, it's for the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good excuse. So I hope you all watched. And if not, what are you doing? We are going to save our top three for the end because we have a new segment. We do have a new segment. We're probably going to be doing six segments (laughs) titled Queen's Landing. And in this segment, we can't not recap our favorite things from this week's episode of Game of Thrones. So we're going to do it at the end for those of you who do not watch Game of Thrones or are currently watching Game of Thrones and don't want any spoilers. Because we can't promise that we won't spoil things so we're just going to save it for the end. We'll make it loud and clear that Game of Thrones is going to be talked about. Tune out or tune in, we'll have a special segment. <laughs> yeah, it's our Was it'll that be clear? our first <laughs> Say segment again. <laughs> it's going to be our first ever like live recap. Yeah. Usually we only do shows that are finished. Yes. And we always um, keep it spoiler free, but this time, I mean it's the last season we just got to dive in. Yeah. Do it right. Yeah, we got to. We can't not. So, we'll start with TV news. And I feel like there was a lot of things this week. Start us off. First things first. Jake Gyllenhaal is going to be on a new HBO TV series. I honestly didn't read anything else about it. (laughs) Because that's all I care about. (laughs) (laughs) The Big Little Lies Season 2. Uh, trailer came out. It's good. It was really good. And I have been... I'm excited, but, like, slightly hesitant, just Mm -hmm. because I'm a little nervous, because I thought the first season was so perfect and wrapped up so well. But it looks really good, and it revealed that Meryl Streep is playing Alex Sarsgaard? Yeah, his mom. Yeah, his mom. I couldn't remember the actor's name. Oh. She's playing Alex Sarsgaard's mom. Alexander. That's (laughs) why. I was like, why does that feel weird? (laughs) Yeah, so American. (laughs) I'm not on like, nickname terms with him, (laughs) so Alexander uh, Skarsgård, Meryl Streep is playing his mom, which I don't think we knew before this trailer. We did know. I did not know. (laughs) I'm, like, shaking my head, like, we knew. (laughs) We may not have. (laughs) I didn't. Um, But, yeah, it looked really, really good, and they're all dealing with the whole, just, like, still trying to recover from the whole situation. My thing is, why couldn't they just come clean, because he was, like, attacking them? You know that's what I mean? That's what I have been curious about the whole time. Because, like, he would have straight up killed them. Yeah. He was going, he was trying to kill them. So Yeah, I feel like, like, it was self-defense. I feel like that's kind of a thing in shows, though. Like, they're well, clear, you can, all, and so many murder situations in shows where, like, it's, they got rid of a bad person. The whole it's usually premise self-defense. The whole Pretty Little Liars. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I always think of Friday Night Lights. Yeah. I'm like, that guy was literally trying to attack and stalk and rape Tyra. Yep. So it was defense. And that leads into Fargo as well. Ooh, I didn't hear about this. Please tell me. Oh, no, there's no news. (gasps) I thought you were saying someone from Friday Night Lights is going to be in Fargo, and that was your new news. No, just Landry's season of Fargo started out with a self-defense kill. I'm so sad. I not like Coach Taylor <laughs> I'm really was going to be in Fargo season five no. or something, but I haven't even watched season four. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, you're right because it's it's just like every most situations like that, everything could be prevented if you just came clean mm-hmm. because you would not have gotten in trouble. No, so I'm intrigued to see how they explain that they. I mean, maybe it's kind of like an image thing, you know, mm-hmm. for those characters, but I feel like that could strengthen someone's image, you know. I agree. So I'm hoping they have kind of, like, a good reason for needing to cover it up. Mm -hmm. So I'm intrigued. But it does look really good, and the cast obviously looks like they're going to be amazing again. Yes. I feel like we've also talked about this thing every week, but stuff keeps happening. The podcast The Dropout, a.k.a. Elizabeth Holmes, a.k.a. um, the HBO documentary that we watched, a.k.a. Theranos. They are also making a Hulu series... And Kate McKinnon is playing Elizabeth Holmes. I didn't think it could get better than Jennifer Lawrence playing her in a movie, but they outdid themselves. It's seriously so perfect that I was even mad that I didn't even think of her ever playing her. Yeah, same. It's so perfect. And I'm curious if it'll be, like, more of a comedy or if it'll be serious. Yeah, like, give her the opportunity to do drama. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very, very intrigued. I um saw today that Shrill got picked up for a new season, yes. which like duh. Well, I would literally write a letter to Hulu if they tried to let it hang on, hang like that. Yeah, I mean, there would be riots. Yeah. I feel like it is their most uh, critically acclaimed show that so far this year. So far this year, yes, I think so. Yeah, they have a lot of big ones coming, but yeah, it's huge. Um, did you see that Mindy announced when Four Weddings and a Funeral is gonna be showing? Yes. Um, July 31st. Hulu. Can't wait. It's gonna be amazing. And what a fun summer show. Yeah, it'll, it'll be, be perfect. Like, so excited. Um, this is gonna be like speed round. I'm just gonna throw some facts at you. Okay. Lena Wave is joining Westworld season three. Ooh. Yeah. Cool. So, I need to finish season two. (laughs) I need to finish season one. (laughs) (laughs) Also, they're turning Love, Simon into a TV series. That's all I know about that one. Also, the Disney streaming service we got more information about. And the biggest news to me was that all the Disney Channel original movies will be available. I did not see that that was confirmed. Yeah. I could cry. This is so beautiful. I'm also obviously excited about the Cassian and or K2SO Star Wars show with Diego Luna Mm -hmm. and Alan Tudyk. That's all. That's all. A lot of news. All good. Mm -hmm. It was a good week. And I just remembered Veronica Mars announced. Oh, yeah. July 26th. Cannot wait. Wow. And um, Catch-22 is coming out so soon, which is, like, not brand new news, but I forgot that it was, like, next month. May 17th. Oh, yeah, that is soon. So that's exciting, too. Oh, also, Brene Brown is going to have a Netflix special, which I think is interesting. Yeah. Like a TED Talk kind of vibe? Yeah, I think so. Or, like, so. comedy. <laughs> Stand- <laughs> she wants to be a stand-up comedy comedian. Um, I mean, she is, like, a funny person. Yeah. Well, that'll be great, and I hope, like, everyone in the world watches that. Yeah. It will improve everyone's lives. We'll have to watch it. Yeah. It feels weird going into this already but it's time Mm -hmm. i think we should start with the perfect date i agree netflix original noah centineo Mm -hmm. laura morano do you know who her sister is in real life no she is luke's daughter from gilmore girls
1: they're shut
0: up that's crazy i know Instagram stalking (laughs) really pays off. Yeah, it does. So. You haven't lost your gift. I haven't. Um, Also, it has Cami Mendes. Not enough, but. Yeah. She was really great in the parts she was in. Mm -hmm. But it's funny that, like, of course, they're using her to, like, sell the show. Yeah, even though she was barely in it. I was kind of a mad. So, Noah, a.k.a. Peter Kavinsky from To All the Boys I've Loved Before. He's the lead in this, and he is close to graduating college, and he really wants to go to Yale. He has, like, all these, um, like, goals that he thinks define, like, success. Like, he wants to make a lot of money. He wants to ha- specifically have, like, all these nice cars. Blah, blah, blah. Basically, after being paid to fill in as a girl's date to a formal... Which, let me just... Uh, this but is actually in kind a little of bit a confusing because... plot. <laughs> The kid was like, Ugh, my parents are making me take my cousin to this dance and I'm like, What kind of parents would make you take your cousin on a date? That's illegal. It's <laughs> it was stupid. And like it should Why have been does like she our have neighbor to go? or something. They were acting like she was like on house arrest like and was gonna go to jail if she didn't go to this dance. Yeah. I think she must have just been kind of a loser like, and her parents tried to like make her let's make her go cooler to stuff. by go to the dance with your cousin. <laughs> Brilliant plan. (laughs) Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so basically, the cousin who's, like, this rich kid that... Noah, whose character's name is Brooks. Brooks, like, idolizes him, so he's like, I'll do it, and I'll... If you pay me, or something, (laughs) to, like, do this. (laughs) If you let me borrow your car. Oh, yeah. But then don't the parents also pay him? Yeah, they do. He makes money off of it, and gets to borrow his car. And so, he picks up the girl, and, um... At first, she's like really not into it, but then um, they go to the dance and they like basically have a fun time, and then they agree to help each other get with their crushes because he yeah, has a their crush actual on crushes. Yeah, so because he has a crush, he like develops a crush that night on Cami Mendez, the coolest girl at this other school's dance, mm-hmm. and then the antisocial girl whose name is Celia, she has a crush on a guy at school, and so. They are like, "Hey, like, let's pretend to date so that we can get them to be jealous <laughs> and then have a giant breakup in front of them so that they'll be wanna date us. Yeah, so that is classic. W- that's one plot. <laughs> but then, in the meantime, um Brooks and his friend build an app because he's like, "Hey, I could make a lot of money off of being girls' date stand-ins." <laughs> And so it's almost like it's Tinder, but with, with only one person. <laughs> and so, which I actually am like, that's a kind of a good idea. Like, I have a work party, and everyone's bringing their spouse for like, the work party. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. brilliant. And then there's like a girl who wants dating help, and then there's it's just is it, a girl who wants to like, like, it's like a dance partner. Yeah, or, like, have this, have him come over and meet her parents so that mm-hmm. when they meet her real boyfriend, they'll think he's way better. Yeah, that was a good, funny yeah. one. I honestly liked the dating app stuff way more than the other side story. I wish they would have leaned in more to his experiences with all of these... being all these girls' dates. I agree. It was entertaining, and he's charming and funny. Yeah, and I wish he could have, like... Um, kind of had more experience and kind of understand the female experience of, like, dating in high school. Yeah. I thought that would have been a better storyline.
1: Totally. I wish they would
0: have leaned into that more. Well, and it would have made perfect sense. He could have still met this same girl, but just through this app. Yeah. So it was kind of weird and confusing that they had these two separate things happening. Mm-hmm. I I do not know if that made sense, if you, but that is kind of the gist of the movie. Yeah, I think that um, made sense. I mean, obviously, everyone's going to compare it to to all the boys I've loved before because it's still Noah. Yeah, definitely not nearly as good as that one. No, it wasn't like it was horrible. No, it, it was kind like of a fun just, watch. Yeah, it was just kind of like a really, really light, cutesy teen rom com. Mm-hmm. And Noah is really cute. He He's is not adorable. as perfect as Peter Kavinsky. Because he was just, like, really sensitive and just fun and cute. Mm -hmm. And in this, he's still fun and cute, but he's, like, pretty bad... Like, part of the plot is that he's, like, being a bad friend and being kind of um, just, like, conceited. And, I mean, obviously, like, that's part of the plot to, like, learn lessons and stuff. But it just made him less likable. It's also funny because Mike McClintock from Veep is his dad. (laughs) Well... I only took two notes while I was watching this, and it was that Netflix loves single dads. Like, Mm -hmm. To All the Boys I Loved Before was also a single dad. Yeah, it's true. And I just think that that's an interesting thing. And also, the storyline with his dad was weird, too. Yeah. (laughs) Everything felt a little half-baked. Yeah. Because his dad is, like, a formerly famous author who now isn't. And so Noah sees him as, like, the ultimate loser and is actually so rude to him. Yeah. I was like, he used to be really famous. Like, you guys are doing fine. And And it's also annoying because he, like, gets a full-ride scholarship to this other perfectly good school. Mm -hmm. And he's like, ugh, gross. It's not Yale. And his dad's like, well, I went there. (laughs) Yeah, it it was interesting. And they couldn't look more different. No, that should have actually been a subplot. Like, this is not your real father. Yeah. Or at least show us a picture of your mom. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, it was just too hard to believe they were in high school. Like, mm-hmm. no. they Both of them. Just make it college. Yeah. Like, it why would not? have made m- way more sense. And, like, instead of, like, trying to get money to go to school, maybe, like, get money to, like, pay off your student debt. Or, like, go to graduate school. Totally. Or, like... Literally anything else. Well, it was also strange because he's, all he was talking about was saving money, but then he spends so much money on all those costumes for each date. Yeah. I was, I was like, like, dude. That costs a lot of money. Yeah. Like, as people who buy a lot of costumes, we know. Mm-hmm. But adds up. But he was doing, he was going, like, all out for every date, which I like, and I like a good montage with costume changes, but it was, didn't add up with how, like, frugal he was. Yeah. Just another half-baked thing. Yep. Um, One thing I thought, what if they had made this movie Bandersnatch-style choose your own adventure? Like a rom-com. You know, that would be fun. And since you're mentioning it, I was reading an article about the OA. And they were saying that there's, like, a theory that, like, all these Netflix originals kind of reside in the same universe. And that how the OA would be a really good snatch, Choose Your Own Adventure. That would be because who knows where you could end up. Yeah. And so I wouldn't be surprised if they did that with, like, every show. I would be so into that. I would love a Choose Your Own Adventure, even just, like, a high school rom-com. That would be fun. Yeah. Like, pick who you want to date. Especially mm-hmm. in this one when he's going on so many dates. Totally. It would have been fun. But they didn't ask for our opinions. No. So, well, that's all I had to say about that. Yeah, me too. I recommend it if you're in the mood for that, but I would just, like, need a light show to turn on while you're cleaning or something like that. Totally. It's just, like, a B-movie with, like, beautiful people. Yeah. Or if you're in high school. Yeah. (laughs) If I were in high school, I would love it. Yeah. We also watched the Amazon original Guava Island, made by the one and only Donald Glover. Mm -hmm. And And Hiro Morai. Hiro Morai. Two geniuses Mm -hmm. he directs a lot of the atlanta episodes and has directed a couple of the recent barry episodes Mm -hmm. and and he did the this is america music video Mm -hmm. so this film made by donald glover was premiered at coachella um and was made available on amazon prime right after his performance at coachella so did they all have to stand in the audience and watch the movie for an hour I don't think that's how... They showed the movie the night before to, like, journalists and stuff. Oh. And then, I don't know, I think it might have just was put on Amazon right after his performance. Okay. I don't know if people at Coachella could actually go watch it somewhere or what. I mean, it would be kind of fun to do, like, an outdoor screening of it. Yeah. If you could sit. I'm yes. just worried about them for standing. <laughs> I'm worried about all the people at Coachella in general. Yeah. Very <laughs> concerned. And also, Bad Girl RiRi, a.k.a. Rihanna, yes. mm-hmm. is um the girl in it. <laughs> <And> she is. <laughs> by that I mean, I mean, I don't want to jump too far into it, but her storyline was a little too usual girl storyline for me. The Okay. Here's what I'll say about Guava Island. Liked it. It looks so beautiful. Yeah, it's like one of the prettiest films, I feel like. As like a musical, so love hearing Donald's songs, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of, as I was watching it, I mean, the whole thing's extremely predictable, um, but I think it's kind of supposed to maybe feel like a fable, because it's just kind of like the typical timeless story you've heard a billion times, of Mm -hmm. like a dreamer, his girl, the bad boss guy who wants to squash the dreamer. You know? Mm-hmm. And then like the dreamer inspires all these downtrodden people. The mm-hmm. end. You know? Yeah. Totally. So yeah. I would say I liked it. I was glad it was so short. Yeah. It's only like fifty six minutes long. In the beginning there is a lot of animation for like five minutes. And it's really cool and really pretty. Yeah, it is. It's one of my favorite parts probably. Yeah, it was I so loved fun. it. I guess I didn't really have any expectations with watching this. But it was really self-obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's all about... <laughs> Donald is just singing all of his own songs that have already been released. It wasn't even, like, a lot of, like, originals for the movies. Like, no, there's a whole This Is America performance, which actually is really good. And it's like, amazing. It's, because, like acoustic. Because it's good. Like, yeah. we've seen the dance moves. We know. And so it's, like... Obviously, it was amazing, but it really was funny. It was just, like, an extended music video. Yeah, so I was like, okay, so we got the music video, and now we get it again. Yeah. In a movie, like, hour-length form. With Rihanna. With Rihanna. And Rihanna doesn't sing at all. And everyone knows that Rihanna is not good at acting. So, like, to put her in your movie and not have her sing at all and just have her acting is really weird to me because it was distracting. Yeah. I, um, well, her whole job is to be, like, the beautiful girl everyone knows. Yeah, which I am a little angry about, because, Donald, if you're so woke, (laughs) let's give female characters a little bit more of a story. Well, it would have been cool if it was gender-swapped and she was the musician and he was, like, the kindly boyfriend. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, it would have been really cool too to have her sing some of the songs. Like she could yeah. have done the This Is America. That totally. would have been bomb. Or like she could have started singing with him when he was singing um his summertime song to her. Like yeah. if she like sang a verse. She could like pipe in with the do love me, do love me do's. Yeah. But nothing. She just stood there to look pretty and <laughs> stared at him and then went back to working at the factory. With um, Letitia Wright from Black Mm -hmm. Panther in it for two seconds. She was also barely in it, and it was a little distracting. (laughs) So, with that Well, because the message really is, I'm a genius, no one understands me. (laughs) (laughs) Which, I I, I mean, I think he feels that way. Yeah, he does. And, to be fair, he is a genius, and I don't think most people... I don't fully understand him. I really... I love all his work, but it's... So much of it is above, like, I could never have come up with it, obviously. No, like, he is a genius, but it was, and um, it seems like he doesn't want you to understand it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, if you said you understand it, he probably would be like, No, you don't, yeah. Well, and I mean, to, that's like what he has said about Atlanta specifically, to yeah. You. Like, we love Atlanta, but it's like not made for white like, people, white girls, yeah, you know, yeah, which I totally respect that. This is... Guava Island is a totally different story yeah, than that situation. Yes. Because it wasn't... It wasn't exactly tackling, like, deep issues. That was... Okay, so that was the other thing, is that I was thinking about it. I was like, I feel like this has, like, a really deep meaning. And then on Sunday, I was like, no, it literally was just, like, about corporate America. (laughs) And, like... Yeah, like, I think that the, the This Is America video is way more nuanced and totally. deeper than all of Guava Island. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah, and it did make me want to go on a tropical vacation. Yeah, that's for sure. And at the very end, Rihanna looks amazing in the outfit she wears. Yeah. So, she does. It's worth watching it for that. If it's Also, I was confused because um, on Saturday, I was like, oh my gosh. For, I thought I read something that was like, this is only available on Prime... For 18 hours. <laughs> and I was like, It was what? very confusing. So, I don't know if it's still for free on Prime. If it is, and you're a fan of Donald Glover, you should watch it. He looks really hot in it. And he sings all his uh, a lot of his songs. Um, One thing that it reminded me is how much I want that song Saturday to be on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Because he, it's one that he sang on SNL when they're having that party yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of performance. And it's so catchy and good. And I would really like to listen to it all the time, but... Just a little update, it is on Amazon Prime still, so... Okay, so I didn't need to stress about it. No. It was, like, nine on Saturday, and I was like, I gotta watch this movie. <laughs> I feel like I've only talked... I've only said negative things about it, but it's because... I just don't want it to be like, it's Donald Glover, he's perfect, everything is perfect that he does. Because it's not true, even though he might think it's true. <laughs> <laughs> but everything he does is really good, and I still love everything he does. Like, he hasn't really disappointed me. There's just some things that I'm like, okay, like, Rihanna's storyline could have... Like, that was an easy thing. But it still was really good, and again, really beautiful. Mm-hmm. He sounded really good. He looked really good. The cast was great. I would like to hear his, um, like, commentary on it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm curious why they made it in the... Like, what was the overall point? Because it's basically, like, they just kind of made, like, retold a fairy tale Mm -hmm. and set it in this tropical island. I don't know. And I don't know if he's really said anything about it. And I haven't seen Rihanna say anything about it, either. Yeah, I haven't either. I haven't seen anyone say anything. So, quick, fun watch. I mean, not really... It's a little fun. Yeah. It's another one you could have on in the background. Yeah. Because the music is great, obviously. Mm -hmm songs you already know and love probably but it really is just really beautiful yeah okay it's time for the main event do, 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 do. welcome to queen's landing it is now time for you to turn our voices off if you have not watched game of thrones don't care about game of thrones or don't want anything to be spoiled okay did you do it if you can still hear us. I mean, I know you're you so it. obsessed with us that <laughs> you just want to listen to everything we say. <laughs> it's going to be a challenge, but you're going to have to turn it off if you're not ready. Um it's about to go down. Basically, we loved this first episode. I thought it was so 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 good. Um we both were like right after it raving about how happy we were that so many just so many uh, facts were laid out for so many characters so quickly. Mm-hmm. Especially because it's most of it was all information that the audience all knew. And it was just a matter of certain characters finding out. Yep. And so it's like, get that over with so we can really get to the meat of the season. The main event. Yeah. Events. Yeah. I mean, two wars. <laughs> and we only have six episodes. Yeah. Okay, I welled up with tears. When Arya and Jon Snow were reunited, that was a highlight for me. It was amazing. And a double highlight because obsessed with the fact that Arya is, like, completely Team Sansa. Yes. Because that, like, their history together as sisters when they were kids, like, they straight up didn't like each other. Mm -hmm. And then the last season was touch and go there for a second, but Mm -hmm. then finally... In that last episode of Seven, when they killed Littlefinger, probably my favorite moment of the show so far. And the fact that Arya is de- uh, defending Sansa to Jon, who's, like, her favorite of all of her brothers. Which, that's a not he be? <laughs> well, and it's like, they have history, too, because they're both kind of, like, always been these outcast outsiders. Well, and he's always treated her like a real person. Yeah. And he's always understood... Her actual dreams and how she was never, ever interested in all, like, the classic girl stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, and so they have a really, really particular bond. And so for Arya to speak up in defense of Sansa is huge. hmm So I really loved that moment mm-hmm. a lot. And it really, um, it really made me, like, diehard Arya person, too. Yeah. From my discussions with people, it seems like everyone's love of Arya grew exponentially last night. um, Which I love. So good. Um, Another thing I've loved is all of the memes that have come out about Bran. (laughs) (laughs) Bran is a weirdo. I don't understand. Here's one of my favorite things that someone said today. It was... I think it was a meme they saw. They were like, why can't someone build... A ramp, we, a ramp to be ADA compliant, so that we can get Bran inside. I saw a meme that was like a screenshot of a GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what we were talking about. It's so funny, and because really, it's just, like, like, why is he just sitting there in the snow? Sitting like, was there he in the literally only waiting entrance. for Jamie the whole time? So weird. It made no sense. And then he'll just pipe up with like some condescending commentary. Someone was. Everyone was like, "No one wants to go push him around because <laughs> anytime they go see him, he tells them a bad fact about what's going to happen to like them. How they're going to die. Like it's just Bran. I can't. He. Mm-mm. I mean, they said it. He's themselves. like the Debbie Downer of of Westeros. <laughs> totally. And in the episode, um, Sam even is like. Bran, whatever he has, yeah. <laughs> or when they're like, "You're, you've always been more of a brother than Bran was." Ugh. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the Sam stuff. Kay. He really shone last night. Mm-hmm. His the part um, we watched the after show with the creators, and they were talking about Which how I think is key. Everyone should watch those. Yeah, I've really I didn't watch them the first time going through because I actually was always under the impression that they were like behind the scenes how they filmed stuff. I mean, that would be cool too, but... Yeah, but I was like, I kind of just want to, like, burn through it. But it was it's a really good summary without giving anything away about what's to come. Yeah. It's just, like, kind of making sure you're on the right page. Well, and they're like, this is, this is why this is important, or, like, this is why we did it this way, mm-hmm. and this is what you were supposed to infer about this. So it's really helpful for me. Totally. A dumb girl. (laughs) I'm excited to watch it. Um, The girl with no brain. (laughs) A girl has no brain. Yeah. Um, But I liked that they brought up, like, his reaction was different when Danny told him about his dad versus his brother. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing that I'm like, good, I'm finally, I'm glad they finally told him that that even happened. Mm -hmm. Because it was like, is no one going to say that? How much time do you think had passed between when Danny Blue well, that up, was his parent his dad and brother till then? I mean that was kind of in the middle of season seven. It was in the middle. Wasn't it? Because it was no it was the last episode of the season is when all the like royalty basically is gathered and they'd show them the White Walker. And it was before that. So maybe like six months? Cause yeah, because they have to... Someone today was saying that every season is a year, basically. Oh. I don't know how true that is. I feel like... I don't know if this would fall in that same... I mean, I don't know for sure. My instinct is saying no because... Like, I feel like the White Walkers would have attacked but for a year. Because they just keep talking about how urgent it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and someone else was like, I think it was like two weeks. <laughs> so this is my inference of... Of this situation was... I think even though he didn't like his dad... And he still had bad feelings about his brother... But he still, like, loved his brother. Yeah. Um. I think it would... Honestly, like... It would just be such a shock. And coming from the queen who did it... Mm-hmm. Um. How could you not cry like that? Like... um. I think it was just a big shock thing. It wasn't necessarily that he... I think he will come around to it, but I. some people were like, I don't understand why he was crying. Like, he didn't even like them, but... But he did like his brother. Yeah, he did like his brother, and finding out, like, that would be really hard. Well, and the fact that when she's telling him, she had, like, no emotion on her face. <laughs> no. Like, even Jorah behind her is, like, cringing, mm-hmm. like, has this most uncomfortable look on his face ever. Yeah. So, it was really interesting. But I was really glad that, um, because basically right after that, he's telling John the truth about his parents. Yeah. And I'm glad they didn't go the route where, like, Sam feels bitter, and so he, like, withholds things or tells him in, like, an insensitive, mad way. No. He's just like, dude, this is, you have to know, like, I know this is hard to hear, but blah, blah, blah. So I really hope that John isn't a drama queen about it, because they don't have time for that. No. He just needs to kind of, like... Accept it and figure out the next move, and they I want them to tell Danny in the next well, episode this is the question who's gonna tell Danny? Can't be John? You don't think I don't know. I feel like maybe he will try and do it in a horrible <laughs> way. Can't you see him like just being awkward and <laughs> stupid? Maybe <laughs> it's probably gonna be Brand, <laughs> honestly, it should be, yeah. I feel like that's the only person you would really believe. Totally. Well, and I'm glad, too, that Sam didn't retaliate in that moment and tell her first before John, you know? And, like, kind of as, like, not that's not really Sam's personality. Mm-hmm. But, like, you can see that kind of as, like, if you were so upset. Yeah. But that's not the kind of person he is. So that would have been no. unrealistic anyway. But, yeah, it'll be really interesting. I feel like there's two other main things we need to talk about briefly, and then we can get to our top three. Okay. Number one, I keep saying the Bachelorette hometown date, but that's <laughs> of, that's what it was. The dragon ride? Yeah. Danny took um, Jon Snow on a dragon ride, and Jon took her to where like he used to hang out as a child. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and Jordan actually was telling me this, and from discussions with other people, it's a pretty big deal to have not a Targaryen ride on the on the dragon and like yeah. someone of importance. And I don't think Danny knows that, but I think that um everyone else does. <laughs> because she would like didn't even bat like an eye about it. She was just like, yeah, hop on. It was kind of like in her mind, because she's falling in love with him, mm-hmm. she wanted to share her children with him. It's like meeting the stepkids. And so, yeah. in her mind, it was like, but it was symbolic of their connection. Do you think she knew how serious it was? Because I like don't the think folklore. folklore. I mean, I don't know because she doesn't talk about the dragon folklore, but this is the one time in the whole show I've ever wished her brother was back because he knew all the dragon folklore. Because yeah, he probably would have been like only a Targaryen. Remember how they fly by and Tyrion and those people are like on the wall or whatever and they see him fly by and they're all like astonished to see mm-hmm. Jon on the dragon. I think that they knew that it was a big deal that he was on the dragon. Yeah. I don't know. That was just well some thoughts. Well, and that's why another thing that I liked about the end of the show thing, because they were talking about how it's like all, it's prophecies basically mm-hmm. about who will be the one to ride the dragon. Yeah. And even today when I was looking up um, like other predictions, which I think some of the articles I was looking at were before last night's episode. Mm-hmm. And because some of them were like, we just really want John to ride a dragon. <laughs> I was like, well, you got your wish. But it That's what's confusing because I feel like Danny must not know how serious that is mm-hmm. because if she had any kind of thinking that John was a Targaryen, mm-hmm. she wouldn't have slept with him for starters. She would be more threatened by him. Well. Because, like, that's just got to be so far from her mind that that's even a possibility. Yeah. And so she thought that the prophecy was that only her bloodline could ride the dragon, mm-hmm. then I don't think she would have let him do that. Mm-hmm. That's But that's my thought on it. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like maybe that is how, because he was able to ride the dragon, maybe that will be her proof to her that he's telling the truth that he actually is a Targaryen. Mm. And she'll be like, oh, I guess that does all kind of add up or something. Okay. okay. That could be kind of cool. I wasn't going to bring this up, but since we're talking Targaryen... Have you Targaryen seen, talk? <laughs> have you seen the thoughts about how the spirals from the White Walkers closely represents the Targaryen the dragon symbol, head? Dragon head. Whoa! I saw a theory. What I like about all the theories I am reading is that they're all complete guesses because the books are done. Yeah. So it's like doesn't feel spoilery. No. Because like they're they could be completely made up. But someone was like. Danny, what if she becomes the night queen, or something? Mm. And like, like what if she dies and they don't burn her body? I didn't read too much because I was like, no. Well, <laughs> but- since we're already talking about theories, okay. Let's say our so for our top three, we're gonna say our top three hopes for the season. Yeah. Okay. What's your number three? Well, I so I don't want Cersei to die too soon because I love her character. Mm-hmm. I don't want her to win, though, so I want her to die eventually this season. Yeah, like episode four. Yeah. But I want it to be Arya and Sansa. That killed her? To do it. Because Arya will want to because she's still on her list. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like if Sansa slash Sansa, I kind of switch how I say it. <laughs> so do <laughs> I. If, if she's the one to be, like, standing there watching her die, mm-hmm. that would just be amazing to me. Arya because- can skin her face off. And then Sansa can put the knife in the heart. Yeah. The sword and like, in the heart. they're teaming up to do it, you yeah. know? I yeah. just... I would love that. I don't know... I know there are a lot of other characters people want to be the ones to kill Cersei. People keep saying Jamie's gonna do it. Yeah, that's something I had heard, too. And I'm, like... I just don't think that that would be as satisfying to me, personally. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm... Cersei did so much specifically to Sansa mm-hmm. throughout. And, like, she was... There's just so much in that, like, when Sansa... And she was so little. Like, there's just all this stuff, and I would just absolutely love that. Yeah. But then Arya can still kind of feel validated, too, that it's on her list. Yeah. But maybe she would let Sansa do, like, the final blow. Mm -hmm. Because now they're the dynamic duo. Kind of like how Jon lets Sansa do the final killing of Ramsay. Yes. Exactly. Okay. So that's my number three. My number three is... Danny, I think she was going to have a hard time with John being ahead of her for the throne. Mm -hmm. And I think it'll take her a little bit. But I think she'll... And I think that there will be some, like, bad things that happen because of it. But I think, ultimately, she will end up respecting him and the bloodline and the throne and come around to it. I cannot wait for all that stuff to come out. Me neither. I'm kind of of the mindset... I want to see her like able to compromise like yeah. that. Well, she hasn't really had to compromise at all. <laughs> no, and anytime she does, or like kind of is acting like she's going to, she just gets her dragons to burn everyone up. Yeah. So I'm. It would. I think it would take a lot for her to actually do it. Because at this point, I feel like maybe this will be like a permanent rift. Mm-hmm. So I'm really intrigued to see which way they go. Okay. So, my number two is all couples related. I figured you would cover this. Yes. (laughs) So, let's dive in. Number one, OTP at this point, Arya and Gendry. Yes. Obviously, is my number one dude, and I love- I've always loved his and Arya's friendship, but- Um, and I wasn't, like, opposed to them eventually getting together or whatever, but it seemed like kind of a long shot, Mm because he was just, like, her, like, road trip big brother. Mm -hmm. But, um, last night, so into it. I loved Arya having, like, fun, flirty times, but, like, they know each other so well. They've been through a lot of bad stuff together, which I love. And I saw something today that reminded me that... Robert Baratheon in the first probably the first episode he told Ned Stark I have a son you have a daughter we'll, jo- we'll join our houses talking oh, about Joffrey yeah. and Sansa but what if it's going to be Arya and Gendry isn't that cute yeah that is cute so i, like I love that. that and i loved cuz Gendry was also talking about how Winterfell seemed like a like a good place to grow up mm-hmm. even though it was cold mm-hmm. and i was like oh you guys could like run Winterfell and have little kids. Yeah, that'd be cute. So, I'm really, really into that. And, um, yeah. I was just so happy to see Arya lightened up, and we know we can trust Gendry. He doesn't have, like... At this point, at least, he doesn't have, like, ulterior motives. No, he just, like, is a good little worker. (laughs) Yeah, and I think I have, like, a welding fetish. (laughs) Because that is how I felt in the first Iron Man movie. (laughs) When a different Stark, Tony Stark, is in that cave in That's the joke that um, Stephen Colbert had on his late night show that I <laughs> tried to get you to watch for that joke. When? When Kit Harrington was on it. Oh dang it. So, so now funny. You, maybe you'll watch it even more? I don't know. Yeah. No, really, like I was <laughs> when we were watching it last night, they just showed like a hammer, like hammering like, hot metal or whatever, and I was like, (gasps) and you were like, like, you already know. (laughs) That's um, Gendry's calling card. So they're my number one. My other couple that I hope to see is Brienne and Tormund. Yeah. Duh. Duh. Very duh. So, but actually, those are the only, like, ships right now. Well, I, my number two is also couple related. I don't want them to be a couple. I want Sansa and Tyrion to hook up. (gasps) (laughs) Oh, I do I just too. want them to be hookup buddies, but I want Sansa to be fine on her own. She doesn't need Tyrion, mm-hmm. but I think they have such fun chemistry and they never got to hook up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, now that it would be consensual and, like, and on she's their older. own terms, yeah, I think it would be great. Um, I love that. <laughs> and, yeah, even if, like, Sansa never actually gets married, I would be stoked because... Like, if Arya is the one that ends up with Gendry, because Arya always, like, never wanted any of that. Like, any marriage, that was never on her mind. Mm-hmm. And Sansa was, like, boy crazy. That's yeah. literally all she cared about. So it would be so funny if Sansa was like, I'm so over that. I don't know Yeah, I would that. love that. So, yeah, I just love it. <laughs> okay, what's your number one? Okay, my number one is I want... I kind of... I didn't originally, but I kind of want Sansa to be on the Iron Throne. You and me both. And I was thinking about it because John is a great natural leader, especially like a military leader. Mm-hmm. But he is too much like that Ned mentality of like he's too emotionally swayed. Yeah. And he would be a great hand of the queen. Well, I have I have a whole little list oh, of, okay. of powers <laughs> that I want to happen. And the thing with Danny, especially after last night, I was kind of like, you know what? Cuz if if I'm choosing sides in this little spat, I'm team Sansa because mm-hmm. she kind of she just has she's the game player. She yeah. is the number one game player right now. I was talking to someone today who was like throughout Sansa's whole life to this point, she has basically been trained by all the best game players and she's seen how wh- the ways that they have failed. Mm-hmm. And so now she's kind of the ultimate. She's even dishing out wisdom to Tyrion about mm-hmm. his own sister. Yeah. And and I think about the Battle of the Bastards when she knew John was underestimating Ramsay and had to go get the Knights of the Vale to basically save them. hmm And I don't know. And I think that the thing with Danny is that it it would be too, like, tidy of an ending for her to actually get the Iron Throne. I wouldn't... I would be happy if she won, but I just don't know if it's that realistic just the, like... How could they leave us with that kind of, like, happy ending, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And she has a... I think she has a lot to learn about, like, mercy. So if she can... If Danny can kind of soften and compromise, then I think that she might end up with a throne. But if she can't, then I think it might be Sansa's. Because she's basically, to me, like, like good Cersei. Mm -hmm. Because, like, she's all about family. She's all about her house. But I think that her... Motives are motivated by good. Yeah. But she still can be cutthroat when she needs to be. And I was also thinking that, like, she's probably the character that has been, like, the most imprisoned and controlled by the whole system. And so if she was the one that ended up on the Iron Throne after everything she's been through, that would just be, like, a dream. Like, so poetic. I agree. So. Yeah, she's my number one for the throne, too. But here's... I also want... (laughs) <laughs> Brienne to be her queen's guard. Okay. Tyrion to be her hand of the queen. Because Perfect. that would just make me so happy. He pulls off that pin really well. Yeah, he looks so great with it. So, that's that's my number one hope. Okay. Mine is that Arya will save Jon in battle and I hope that she also is able to kill a white walker, deface them, turn into a white walker. Stop. And kill other White Walkers. Oh. That is, so I didn't come brilliant. up with this on my own. I heard it from someone else, and I'm like, yes, 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 yes. That has to happen. Mm, 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 mm. That would be the most badass thing in the world. Yeah. So that's my Ooh. hope. Well, and because did that person say that that had something to do with the weapon she asked Genj to make? Yes. Yep so freaking excited yeah so freaking excited <laughs> clearly we're obsessed and we should probably just turn this into game of thrones and stop watching anything else for six weeks but then we could rewatch the whole series <laughs> <laughs> um well i think my I, my boyfriend's really predictable is yours um did you pick one yeah i did who's yours I picked Gendry, (laughs) because my obsession with him has reached, like... Have you picked him yet? Um, I think I did when I was first watching it. Okay. I think maybe, like, when he came back in the seventh season or something. Yeah. Um, but it's just, like, my obsession has reached new, scary heights. I always get to that scary level with a celebrity crush, Mm -hmm. and it's there, and it's fun. (laughs) Yeah. So, he's just so cute. I do kind of wish he didn't have a shaved head, because I think he's hotter with longer hair, but... Mm -hmm. I just, I really love his character so much, and it's also suspicious to me that HBO always leaves him out of stuff, Mm -hmm. because, like... They brought him back for a reason. I know. So it's funny that they leave him out of, like, the photo shoots or the the emoji things, Mm -hmm. because I'm like, are you just trying to, like, not, like, to, so it's, like, a big surprise if something big happens or something? It's kind of like how... On The Bachelor? (laughs) The people that always win didn't really have any airtime in the beginning, I feel like. Yeah. And so that's why I'm wondering if this is, like, if it's tactical. Hmm. Because, like, why would Varys and Euron... Oh, we don't need... I don't even want to talk about Euron Greyjoy. Boring character, too one-dimensional for this show. It stands out like a sore throne because every other character is really interesting and he's boring. But he has an emoji. And Melisandre, the red lady, has an emoji. She wasn't even in last night's episode. Yeah. So it just seems... Like, it seems suspect. But anyway, just, I just had to stick up for my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine is short and sweet. It's just Donald Glover. Even though I think I t- talked up a big game of hating Guava Island, I did not <laughs> hate it. I loved it. And also, I stayed up till 2 in the morning... On Friday night, watching um, Childish Gambino at Coachella, and it was really good, and I loved it. And I just loved him in those red short shorts in Guava Island, <laughs> and that open shirt. Yeah, I like when they say in the in like the cartoon intro, they're like his smile looked like a moon. I'm like it does. It's it does so bright, and it's... it was a little bit confusing on the cartoon. I was like, are they wearing doctors' masks? <laughs> 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 but it was their teeth because they were smiling. So cute. Okay, well, see you next week. (laughs) Yeah, we'll be back. Happy Game of Thrones times. Yeah, we're really living it up. Five more episodes. We're blessed. So, so blessed.